Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Carly Adair podcast. I'm your host, Carly Adair. And oh my gosh, today we have Holly Reardon on the podcast. She is an absolute icon on TikTok. I came across her page for, um, I don't remember, I think it was for like financial um, advice through her TikToks. And let me just tell you, if you are in your 20s or if you are like trying to figure out your finances, you know, trying to figure out your next step in life, whether it's like growing online or you know navigating moving out of your house whatever it is like this is the episode for you but before we jump into the episode can we talk about the (laughs) rebrand literally my friend Anna and I just had like a troll of a photo shoot in my bed like I wear this I wore this glam dress that I got from Verge Girl back when I was like like skinnier than I am now during quarantine because I bought it like thinking that I was gonna like move to New York and go clubbing but the irony is like I just haven't ever like given it away to like Goodwill or anything and I've kept it all these years like two whole years and just wore it for the first time like in a photo shoot like on my bed (laughs) and everybody needs to go follow Anna on Instagram because she's the best photographer ever um I think it's like at Anna Captures with like a z yeah, so definitely go do that. Um, but yeah, the cover's hilarious. So definitely share this on your story. Share it with a friend because it, it's time to grow. We're taking the Carly Dare podcast seriously in 2022. It's my year. I'm in my Kanye era. I watched the documentary and just how confident he was was so admirable. And you can see like his almost demeanor of his life, you know, diminish as he grows older because people just hate on it's not even the fact that he was like a confident black man it was just the fact that he was just like outspoken yeah he's crazy but like people just really hate on people who are overly confident and I feel like I had that like not trying to like relate to Kanye but I feel like I had that when I was like super young and ambitious and naive and I've had experiences in my life that have diminished my joy and my confidence and I just watching that documentary like gave me a spark back like I'm ready to rock and roll I'm literally going to the studio (laughs) um the night that you're listening to this which is so exciting I don't know what's gonna end up happening but I'm in my like pop star era now like I'm just tired of being apologetic I'm tired of you know being in this sense of insecurity like it's time to just put myself out there and if it scares people whatever so with that being said let's just jump into this conversation with holly because it's so 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 valuable i learned so much from her tiktok so if you're not following following her on tiktok go ahead and do that um but i also learned so much from this conversation and she's literally somebody i would be bfs with she lives in new hampshire she is such a cute girl she's 24 she's a work from home job she also is creating content on the side and if you've been following me on tiktok so first of all if you're not following me on tiktok like please do it's like my life stream to grow on tiktok um if that's a dream that you have too you definitely definitely need to listen to this podcast episode because holly teaches us real things like no bs real ways to grow on tiktok so yeah let's jump into this conversation if you're not following the carly dare podcast on instagram do so give this podcast five stars leave a review it's literally like how you grow as a podcast and nobody ever leaves reviews so literally just do it it's like literally tithing to my podcast do it bye okay let's get into the podcast episode hello holly hi Hi, I am so excited that you're here on the Carly Dare podcast. Thank you for doing this. So how has your day been so far? It's been all right. I've just been working. I've been pretty busy with some stuff, but you know, it's already Thursday. So tomorrow's Friday. Be good. Yes. I keep seeing people call Thursday or yeah, Thursday, Friday, junior. What do you think about that? I definitely, honestly, I feel like every day is Friday because I work from home, but like 
definitely Thursday and Friday are like my favorite days of the week. They're usually pretty slow, but yeah, I don't know. Working from home, I feel like every day is Friday. Yeah, honestly, what a good mindset. That sounds very positive and very like every day is Friday. Love that so much. Okay. Well, I like found your TikTok probably a few months back and fell in love with your content. I love everything you do, especially like how you talk about like finances in your twenties and finding like good clothes. So I definitely want to dive into that. But before we do, would you like to introduce yourself and give a little background? Yes. So my name's Holly, obviously. Um, Right now I work full time. I'm 24 years old. I work in product management, but I also do influencing, um, influencing kind of, I never like set out to be an influencer. It just kind of happened. I mostly post on Instagram and TikTok. TikTok's kind of my big, bigger platform. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing. I live at home, just a normal girl, um, making some side income from influencing and also working. Yeah. Okay. But how did you get started? Like making that side income? Like what, since you've all, was it your intention when you started on TikTok? So I actually started on Instagram back in 2019 and I just made an account to keep track. I love going to the gym and I wanted to make like a Fitstagram. Everyone was like me and my friends, like all made them. And I kind of like got into it. Um, Cause brands would like reach out and be like, Oh, can we send you protein powder and stuff? And be like, yeah, I'm like, this is kind of cool. So I kind of just went with it and I grew it on the fitness side. And then I realized that I really didn't like recording my stuff in the gym. It kind of made me fall out of love with it. So I kind of was just like, nah, I'm going to make this into my personal Instagram. And from there it kind of just, I gained more lifestyle type of followers and that was like through 2019, 2020, 2021. And then, well, the beginning of 2021. And I realized Instagram's algorithm changed. Um, Facebook bought it. Wasn't good. I'm like, this is not going anywhere. It's really hard to grow on Instagram. So I'm like, let me swallow my pride and join TikTok. Um, I always like refuse to join TikTok. I'm like, you got to try something new. And I joined TikTok, just kind of like talked about my life and kind of took off a bit. So that's kind of how it all happened. You really, like, I feel like you really do just like, like record yourself. Like, do you have like a content creation process? Like, are you conscious of like lighting and like things like that? Or is it just super casual? It's so casual. I literally just film in my room and put my phone in my windowsill. I don't have, I have like a tripod in the corner of my room. It hasn't been touched in months. I feel like it's all just so raw. I don't even know, like, I, I don't know. I feel like maybe if I scale up eventually and bring it all in, I will, but it's like really raw right now. I don't like have planned content. So I actually have a notepad in my phone. And if something pops into my head, like I just refinanced my student loans a couple of weeks ago. So I like wrote that down in my notepad. So I'm like, Oh, talk about refinancing your student loans. Or if something just pops into my head, I kind of just write down my notepad, like a jot it down. And then I kind of make content based on that. So it's Mm -hmm. pretty casual. I love that though. And also like the fact that you're talking about refinancing your student loans. Like I quite literally, like, I don't know what genre of student loans you have, but I have like the Mohila, I don't know what it's called. I have ignored every single letter in the mail because I think they were supposed to start this month. So I'm like, oh, just wait. And I graduated from grad school this past July. So I don't know how like the whole forgiveness things work. I really just don't even want to know how it works. So 
that is amazing that you're so like conscious and like ready. Like what inspires this in you? Do you like, how did you even start to care about finances? Okay. So I was a finance major in college. So I feel like I have that background, but honestly, I hate educational finance. I really Uh, hate that major, but I am always like always, I am always conscious of my own finances. And mm. so when I joined TikTok, um, there was like a lot of talk about like student loan forgiveness. I would see TikToks about student loan forgiveness and people being like, oh, I have like, I hope he, I hope um, my $10,000 in student loans get forgiven. And I'm like, oh, you only have $10,000 in student loans. Like I have over a hundred grand. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. I felt so overwhelmed. And so I kept seeing people post about student loans. And then just in my everyday life, like my boyfriend only has like 20,000 only, I say only, but he has (laughs) 20,000 in student loans. And I knew some kids I went to college with whose parents just wrote a check and paid for their tuition in full. And it felt like I was one of the only people I knew personally that had like this large chunk of um, student loans. So I was like, there's got to be some other people out there. So I started making content, just kind of being open about it. And it was like kind of embarrassing because, you know, you get comments that are like, girl, why would you go to school for like, why would you take out those loans? And um, but I definitely have gotten so many reassuring comments like oh my gosh I'm in the same boat this made me feel so much better and so I kind of found like a little niche in that so I like to talk about that on my platforms a lot yeah and I like to really listen to it like I remember you had this one TikTok that was like you get your first paycheck or you get a paycheck and then you just shove it all in savings like you pay your bills immediately and you shove it all in savings which is so smart but I've also seen videos of you, you know, shopping and splurging. So what does that process look like for you? Like, when do you know to take out of your savings? Like, how does like, do you have a budget? How does that work? So like you said, I do get paid and then I put it all into my savings. And I usually keep about 300 to 500 in my checking just for like, so I don't spend it all. And also for safety reasons, in case mm-hmm. my account, my card gets stolen and they can't take a bunch of money out. And so I'm always very conscious about what I spend. So I post all these hauls, like I love skims and I mm-hmm. buy a bunch of skims, but like when I do the shopping on skims, I'm never buying more than like a hundred dollars of product at once. So I get it. Um, and that's my spending money for the week is at $300 and half the time I don't even go near spending all of it but then there's some items that I splurge on like I bought myself a new bag and of course I dipped into my savings to buy that but I would never have bought that if I didn't also have enough money to like pay my student loans and pay my other bills so I have a large chunk of savings that I don't touch and when I go in and pay my student loans for the month I'll make the minimum payment but then sometimes I'll pay more so it's just about like balance and keeping that smaller amount in my checking account and that's my play money such good advice, especially for people who are like post-grad trying to figure things out with a new allotment of money that they don't know what to deal with. Like for me, I just grew up like working like at Chick-fil-A and like part-time jobs my whole life. And so like, I didn't even know, like I just got my first job ever this month. And so I didn't even know how to act. Like I was just like, what do I do? And so that tip has helped me so much. Like I like pay my rent, pay my phone bill, pay my car insurance and just like save. Um, I love that so, so much. It's amazing. Um, so yeah, I want to talk about like working full time and balancing like content creation. 
how does that look like for you? Cause I see you up at like 4am doing your routines. Like, yeah, I'm crazy. I wake up wicked early. Um, it kind of comes from my parents. They wake up early and I kind of just like adapted to do that, but it definitely allows me to be productive throughout, not saying like, you can't be productive. If you sleep late. I'm just saying for me personally, I like to wake up cause I yeah. get all my workout and breakfast in. And then I have um, so like my work, technically, I don't have to start till 9am. But I since I'm up so early, and I'm done with everything. I log on around like seven check some emails and figure out what I have to do for my job for the day, and then get a start on it. And since I work from home, I can take like little breaks, like I'll come up to my room and like film some TikToks, or like even right now, when we're recording this mm-hmm. podcast, like I was able to make sure that I got all my work done before this so I could have this time right now to record so it's all about just like time management and for me waking up early and fitting stuff into the morning is how I personally manage my time do you ever feel overwhelmed like if you don't get to influencing the day or do you like feel like you have to like pull from one or the other yes so obviously my job comes first all the time if I get a task for my work I have to do that um, but I do on the weekends, I like to like stockpile drafts in my TikTok. Um, you know, I got my makeup on, usually mm-hmm. doing things. So it's like a good time to just like film some things and keep in my drafts. And I'll usually just like have those throughout the week. I can just post while I'm working, but there's times where I'm doing brand collabs and I have to film things and they're like, can you get us a draft by two days from now? And I'm like, like I can, but I have to like, mm. that's when it gets stressful for me when I'm giving deadlines for my content. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm fine with work deadlines, but when it comes to social media deadlines, that's where I start to stress out. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I, yeah, that's, that definitely makes sense. I, I do like freelancing, um, like video editing and like social media management. That's what I did before I got this full-time job. And I stopped working for a lot of client clients, but I still have one or two that have like, I've been with for years that I just like, can't let go of. And I mean, I, I honestly will never quit them like for the, like ever. And I don't know, like, I just find it stressful to like stay focused. And it's like, my job obviously comes first. Um, but it's just, it's a discipline thing. So do you have like quotes or something like you remember, like what kind of like guides you to like be motivated and like get things done? Um, I don't know if I have any like quotes or like inspiration particularly, but I do get, I found my routine, my structure and my general drive towards life. I kind of figured it out in college because, in high school, I just like did the motions and did my work and I'd uh-huh. wait till last minute and I got to college and my freshman year of college, I had to transfer because I really didn't like my school. It was like, my number one thing was get out of this school. And in order to get out of that school, I had to have good grades and I had to like fill out. It was the most stressful process of my life. There was right. paperwork. I had to get teachers to sign things. Um, so that really changed life and my perspective for, from like there's like before I transferred and then there's life after I transferred, mm-hmm. like that process helped me focus on my grades, focus on what I need to get done and allowed me to like manage my time. So when I get work or task, um, ever since college, if I got assigned something and professor was like, this is due two weeks from now, I immediately would start working on it like that day. So I'm very much get a task, start working on it in your free time. Um, I'm not one to like 
lounge around during the daytime at nighttime I love to watch Netflix watch movies but daytime from like 4 a.m to 5 p.m I am work 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 like whether it's social media whether it's my job I just like don't like to have a free moment I always feel like if I have something that needs to be worked on I should be working on it wow that's (laughs) really good I mean literally same but that is so good and it's very rare I feel like for people in their 20s to I don't know. I think it's becoming more common to like want to be something outside of your work or like put something, especially with how not necessarily easy because like content creating is very actually difficult. Like if I could put time into doing my own like platform, like that is literally my dream would love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like it's definitely becoming more common for people to like want that. And it takes discipline. It takes that grind. It takes not like watching a YouTube video at 12, just to chill. Like, I feel like you have to have, you know, that discipline. So it's really, really respectful that you do. Um, but I also have a question about like fashion. Um, I must know, like, what are your go-to skims pieces? Oh my gosh. So I love this question so much. (laughs) I'm obsessed with skims. I feel like my style is basics. Like I love basics. So when skims came out, it was just like, a clothing line dedicated to basics so that's why I'm like all over it I'm not even like I don't even like watch keeping up with the Kardashians or like follow <laughs> on Instagram so like it's genuinely my love for the brand itself um I love the cotton rib tank that's probably like my favorite Ooh. thing ever it's so nice um it just pairs so well with anything the fits everybody bodysuit and essential I also love the cotton jersey like long sleeves and short sleeves and then the boxers, of course, any of the boxers, they're all amazing. I love the boxers. I only have the boxers and I had the underwire mesh bra, yeah. which I was surprised like fit so comfy, like, because you think the word underwire, like that'd be like terrible, yeah. but I loved it so much. Like it was literally my favorite bra. And then my washing machine destroyed it, which is a soft oh. story. Ah. <laughs> yeah. But for my real, bad. like, What's like your, you always talk about like timeless pieces too. And I guess like skims would be like timeless just because it's basic. So you can like wear it with like different things and pair it like multiple times. You can lounge, you can dress it up, but are there other brands or like maybe even people like who are into fashion that you think are like killing like that timeless vibe? So I really like nineties fashion. I can't, there's no one, I know a lot of people say like Hailey Bieber is a huge fashion inspiration right now. And I do like some of her outfits, but I'm not like actively following mm-hmm. her and watching what she wears, but I have seen pictures of her where I like what she's wearing, but I really love nineties fashion. I love like the old Victoria's Secret catalogs and like the jeans they wore and like just basic t-shirts. Um, I love old like nineties um, paparazzi photos. Like there's some of Giselle mm-hmm. that are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um as far as people now, I get a lot of inspiration on Tumblr. I feel like, cause on Tumblr, there's no celebrities. It's just like pictures of people. And so I kind of just like follow style from there sometimes. And I also, not so much lately, but Ariana Grande, when she was dating Pete Davidson, it was always wearing like boots. Yes. And that's like iconic to me. I loved her style during then. So that's kind of where my inspiration comes from. Oh my gosh, that era with her, like just like walking around and like with a lollipop, I can like envision yes. the future. Like that's like iconic. Yes, it was. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah, I literally, I would agree that 
those are good places to find inspo. Do you, are you somebody who like follows celebrities and like keeps like, are you always in the know or are you somebody who's like, I want to do my own thing? Like, what's your vibe with that? I don't, I don't follow like the only celebrities I follow are like Lady Gaga on the weekend. Cause I like their <laughs> <laughs> oh, like yeah. music. so like the only people that are celebrities or influencers I follow on Instagram are people in the music industry just because mm. I'm looking for like music announcements and I don't like say that because I'm like oh I don't follow influencers because right. I'm my own person it's just like genuinely I don't follow influencers or celebrities mostly because I hate um, like so type a I hate when a bunch of stories pop up on the top of my thing and I have to click through them like I have to click through them or else it's gonna bother me that there's no note that they're unread so that for that reason, I don't follow like a bunch of celebrities and stuff. Um, but yeah, it's not because I'm like, no, like I don't need inspiration for right. I just genuinely don't follow them. No, that's very authentic. And honestly, I need to do that because sometimes like it's like, why am I like, why is this information in my brain? You know? Yeah. Um, also, you live in New England, right? Yes what what's it like have you always lived there like what is it like over there because I'm in California right now so I feel like it's a very different energy I wish I was in California um yes I grew up here I've lived in the same house my entire life um it's very like I love living here because of the season so like love summer in New England love fall in New England of course and then I love like fall to Christmas but like right from January to May this is like the really depressing time it's just so (laughs) cold so dry there's really like nothing you can do especially like of course I can go into Boston and drive into Boston and do whatever but like where I live right now in the suburbs it's very um outdoor activity-esque like you can kayak you can hike it's all stuff that you can really do in the summer so in the winter time it's just so boring here but Mm -hmm. I genuinely love New England and I don't ever picture myself moving out of New England Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I love that are you a family-oriented person yes very much I love my I I love my family so much and like when I was in high school I was like rebellious like oh never home like always fighting with my mom but like now Mm -hmm. I think going away to college made me realize how much I love being around my family and I love the structure of like having my family close to me so that's another reason why I wouldn't move too far. 100%. I think that definitely happens as you get older and you, you learn that like the little things that like ticked you off about your family, like doesn't matter because the moments are so like rare and special. My family lives in South Carolina. So I just like only see them like twice a year now, which is like sad. Yeah. So, I mean, I grew up with them for like 22 years, so it's like whatever, but at the same time, it's like, oh, like I wish I could hang out with you every day. So I think it's yeah. really important, but um, yeah. Okay. I guess like my last piece of advice or like my question would be for advice. Like what exactly are you most proud of right now in your life? Like, what do you think you're killing it um, at when you're doing like life? Um, right now, I feel like I have my life pretty together like aside from not having a plan to move out or anything like that I feel like right now where I'm at with the job I have I love my job I feel like my TikTok is taking off and I've always known like since I started influencing like this is something I want to do I don't know if it'll ever become a full-time thing but it's definitely something Mm -hmm. that 
I love and I'm passionate about and I don't feel like it's work. So just like in the past, I think January is when I started like really growing up in the followers. So ever since then, I've been just like so proud of how far I've come on there because like we talk to anyone I know, my boyfriend or whatever, I've always said like, watch, like I'm gonna like, I'm gonna make it happen. And it's, I feel like it's small steps, but I can finally see like a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, yes, this is a possibility and it can happen. So I feel like I've spoke into existence what I want and now I can finally see it unraveling a bit. So I'm really proud of that. I love that so much. And I feel like you're doing it in such a genuine way. Like you're not just like, I want to be famous to make money, you know, buy a mansion. Like you're like, okay, like I care. Do you feel like you like really care about your community and the audience you built? Oh, definitely. I don't even care about like numbers. Like I always say, I'd rather have like five loyal people that actually like my content and engage then mm. um, a bunch of followers like I want my audience to be girls like us our age like doing the same situations we do girls who are looking for fashion advice life advice like I don't care to have a bunch of guys following me honestly when I get a follower <laughs> on Instagram that guy I block them like I don't even really want them. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love mean, that yeah so like I definitely care about my audience and who they are like I'm not just trying to get as many followers as I can that's amazing and that's gonna take you so far and it's gonna bring like longevity into your career because it's like you're not just like whatever like you're like this is for the long haul um and I really care about that so don't lose like your where I work right now like they're super big on like community yeah. have you heard of Geneva okay wait that sounds so familiar but there's like a lot of influencers who are starting to use it. Like, I'm not just trying to like sell you on it. Like it's actually real. Um, but I think you should make a group. This is like a side note. Um, but it's like a bunch of like YouTubers and TikTokers getting on Geneva to like chat with their community, meet up in real life with their community, like stuff like that. It's like a Facebook group kind of, um, but like, I just feel like that's the future is like, connecting with your community and like getting to know like who you're around because it's almost like I don't know it's just like almost like like that's what matters and and that's what's gonna like keep you you know surviving yeah the platform I'm gonna check that out definitely should let me know if you have any questions I like literally work there which I can't handle um but yeah like that's like pretty much everything I wanted to ask you I just like think you're really amazing and if like one of my personal goals in life is to like grow on TikTok. So selfishly, I'm going to ask you a final question of like, what growth tips do you have for TikTok? Okay. So for TikTok, Instagram, forget about it. I don't even forget know about it. I don't even know how to grow on there, but TikTok, I've seen, I've personally found that posting three times a day at least like consistency is so key like if Mm. you disappear for like five days people are gonna forget about you like it happens with some of the people I follow like they don't post for a week and then they'll post and I'll be like oh I forgot about you so consistency like I try to post at least three times a day it doesn't have to be like big productive um content and be like little things just like I post three times a day I also find sometimes that if you post the algorithm's really weird. Sometimes stuff will just like 
take off it'll do good but mm-hmm. then like randomly I'll post a video and like 20 minutes will pass by and like only 100 people saw it so I don't know if it's like random glitches they have or like the algorithms just like doesn't like that content but um, at the end of the day if like any of the videos I posted like didn't do um, well to the like my standard for this changes over time. Like when I had less followers, the mm-hmm. standard was lower than it is now. But if anything, like personally now, if anything has like under like 5,000 views, I just like delete it and maybe mm-hmm. I'll, I'll repost it. Um, but when people come to your page, they see you have like a lot of views and then mm-hmm. they're more apt to follow. So that's definitely a trick that helps, but definitely consistency is so key. And I feel like that's where a lot of people drop off is because they don't stay consistent with it, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. That's so true. And I feel like that's a pretty universal tactic with social media in general, which I hate that people are so opt-in to this. But if you see something that has a lot of views or has a lot of likes or has a lot of attention, like you're like, I want, like people are listening to this or watching this, like I should too. And that makes you follow or engage with like that content, which is so interesting why humans work like that. But it's true. That's a really good tip. I've never heard that before is to like keep the high numbers there. Or you know how people like high or pin their like best performing post? Yes, that's huge. That helps. Do you think? Okay. I definitely cool. think it does. Or at least have like one high performing post pinned. Okay. That's really good to know. Okay. I'm going to like post on TikTok right after this. <laughs> um, yeah, but okay. Where can my listeners like engage with you online, support you and your journey? Yeah. So Instagram and TikTok, my username is just Holly J Reardon. I really wish it was Holly Reardon, but that wasn't an option. Mm-hmm. So it's J in the middle for my middle name. Um, and then I have a YouTube too, and it's just Holly Reardon. Oh, I love that. Okay. Well, thank you so much. Everybody go follow her. And yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode with Holly. She is such an incredible woman. So blessed that she came on the show today. Give her a follow on Instagram and on TikTok and on subscribe to her YouTube channel. She's amazing. So if you enjoyed the conversation, share it with a friend. And yeah, thank you guys for listening. Hope you have a great week. Bye.